Whether you've been here before or you never left, don't let your time slip away. It's the worst kind of theft. You don't get any return sitting, wallowing in shame. It's time to put in work, bringing greatness to your name. It takes focus and dedication. We're not talking about luck. Gotta keep moving forward. Welcome to Coming Unstuck. What is going on, friends? Welcome to another episode of Coming Unstuck, a Step Up to Greatness podcast with me, your host, Dustin Gruss. I'm also known as the Greatness Facilitator, and my goal here at Coming Unstuck is to help get you past that feeling of being stuck, to help reboot your mind, your body, and even your career, to get you to that life of greatness that you so richly deserve. And we do that through many ways, through tips, tricks, ideas, conversations I have with other people. And today, uh, we're going to give you some tips because as of May 30th, we made it. My wife and I made it to our youngest foster child turned one. And I'm not saying we made it like, oh, we kept him alive for a year. But no, he is sleeping longer through the night. And that is such a blessing that we're getting the rest that we need. He is a excellent little brother to his big brother who just turned two. So that's been a lot of fun having those two together. Uh, seeing them grow and, and bond and just form that brotherly love that they have but we I say we made it because we are finally finally getting some rest and that's what this episode is going to be about today is going to be about some time management tips for our first time parents out there You could be taking on a foster child for the first time or adopting, or maybe you have a new baby at home yourself, but have some time management tips because let's be honest, when you have a child, your life gets turned upside down in a good way, mostly, but it gets turned upside down and feel like you lose all sense of control in which many ways you do because your child becomes your priority and there's nothing wrong with that but if you want to be effective and be able to do other things and be productive then you're going to need to manage your time wisely my wife is amazing at this um She gets razzled when things get off the schedule, but she plans and has methods down to many things that we have to get ready and prepared for. And I always try to pitch in and and take leads whenever I can, but I'm a blessed, blessed man for marrying my wonderful wife. So 
let's start taking a look at some time management tips. Because again, let's be honest, it's very easy to wind up feeling overwhelmed unless if you design a system that works for you. So some of the tips we're gonna start out right away with apply to maximizing your time. First of all, we talked about having a routine in a previous episode, like uh, one or two episodes ago. I don't really remember, um, but assess your routine. Figure out how you're currently spending your time. How many hours do you spend doing needless tasks like watching TV or browsing online? Are there some tasks you can remove from your to-do list? You're gonna wanna cut those needless tasks out so you have more time. Yes, it's important to have downtime and do things that you enjoy, but it's better to make sure that you have a routine full of the things that should be priorities first, and then you can add the other things later. Which was my second point, to set priorities. Focus on your most important responsibilities. Your family's health and happiness matter more than keeping up with the laundry, keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever show you're watching. Uh, it, just making sure your family's happy and healthy is gonna be way more important and that you're getting to the appointments and the things that you need to do first and foremost and all that other stuff you can add later. Three, plan ahead. If possible, start strategizing even before you have that foster child or your baby is born or you adopt or whatever it may be. Plan ahead, research your options for things like uh, what kind of diapers you wanna use, uh, if you wanna use some kind of diapering service, what daycares are going to be beneficial to you. That was one thing that was hard for us to figure out at first when we were becoming foster parents was finding the right daycare because usually daycares require the specific age of your child, their their birth date, their medical forms, all that stuff. When you're having a foster kid come live with you, you don't know how old they are or even their sex until you get the call and are told that they're coming to stay with you. So find, you wanna find a foster, or not a foster, I'm sorry, a daycare, um, if you're gonna be a foster parent that works with you on, on those kind of things. We were fortunate to find an amazing daycare service that works with that, so. So plan ahead, even do as much planning ahead as you can. But on the other side, budget for extra time. Expect that many activities will take longer than they used to. If you're running errands with your child, you'll need to bring along extra supplies, uh, diapers, snacks, uh, bottles, you know, change of clothes. You never know when there's gonna be a blowout. Um, so just keep in mind, plan for extra time, budget extra time, because you may need to change your diaper, you may need to feed the child, um, whatever it may be. Next, coordinate your tasks. 
being organized will help you stay on track. Deal with your essential errands first, just in case you run out of that time that you budgeted. Consider using delivery services for a while. Um, it's usually a great blessing if you have some close friends that will bring you meals early on and help take care of the cooking for you. Uh, maybe look into a maid service of some sort um, through other things like Thumbtack and other online options. Um, just coordinate your tasks and coordinate with your significant other if applicable because um, it helps to be on the same page as them and make sure you're coordinated and clear and precise about what you are planning. And that's where I am leading to the next one. Ask for help. Let others know how they can support you. Your family and friends may be happy to babysit or take over some chores. Contact some local companies, like I said, uh, to do some of the other tasks for you. Um, so just cleaning the house, removing diapers, whatever it may be. Uh, next, use technology. Online shopping and time-saving apps can help cut down on your workload. Ask other new and experienced parents about their favorite discoveries. Uh, on Facebook, you can find all kinds of like uh, local moms or dads in your area and services they use. Um, it's groups that you can usually join on Facebook. And even like there's free pages where you can get free supplies from people. My wife uh, kind of started a ministry at our church because she would see people needing one thing and then see another person on another page saying that they had this giveaway and she would coordinate, she would pick it up and drop it off with other place and, and it was just a blessing to some of these people helping them connect in ways that they might have missed otherwise. So use technology, use groups like on Facebook, um, use apps. Use the calendar on your apps to remind you things. Use uh, reminders on your phone. Just do what you can. Um, use technology. It's, it's a benefit in our world. And it can also wreak havoc at times, but use it to your benefit when you can. So those were some ways to maximize your time. Now let's look at some common obstacles. All right, let's look at those common obstacles. One, sleep. Like I said, our little guy is finally sleeping through most of the night. Um, I may have to get up every now and then and fall asleep with him on the couch. But um, as soon as I can, I get him right back to bed and I'm right back in bed myself. But sleep deprivation is one of the toughest challenges when you have a new baby. But you need your rest to function well. So some babies, they can start sleeping through the night at about three months, especially when you develop some of those nighttime rituals that's key as well as developing some nighttime rituals to follow and get them in that rhythm. Uh, 
but until then you and your partner might be able to alternate taking charge tonight so you can each get some rest remember when our youngest came to us last year um it was right when the we were in the thick of the pandemic and everything was shut down and so my wife and i took turns uh sleeping i would go to bed at about 8 30 9 o'clock and sleep till about you know 1 1 30 2 o'clock depending how long she would be able to last staying up and then we would switch just because he came to us at such a small young age um, we wanted to make sure that one of us was up and nearby the baby when he would wake up in the morning so kind of tag team it however you need to but develop it really helps to develop some nighttime rituals they say to uh, make sure you're changing the child like their clothes before bed and then again in the morning um, so they that helps recognize helps the baby recognize when it's bedtime and when it's time to get up uh, next eat a balanced diet sound nutrition will also make you more productive be sure to eat plenty of fruits and vegetables proteins and healthy fats Cook food in batches for quick meals and keep your pantry stocked with your favorite staples. So, again, sometimes you'll have the benefit of friends bringing over meals that they cooked for you. Um, or you can, I know my sister-in-law and her sister did a bunch of freezer meals before and stuff as they've been ready to burst for with their uh, pregnancies so it helps to have those meals ready ahead of time where you just have to thaw them cook them eat them but you want to make sure you're eating nutritious food you're not just relying on fast food and ordering out all the time whenever you can make sure you are getting healthy food because the last thing you want to do is eat stuff that's going to make you sluggish and tired now this one I'm talking to you as a life coach, as a personal trainer, and as a parent. And I know this one is really hard to do, but exercise regularly. How can you squeeze in a workout, you might be asking me. Maybe you can do yoga for a few minutes, or some push-ups, and some sit-ups, and some squats. Instead of a full session, maybe spread them out throughout the day. Or maybe at the start of your day or end of your day, fit it in then. But an inch of movement is still better than a mile of intentions. So make sure you're doing what you can and moving. If it's the nice time of the year, take the baby for a walk. Take a nice stroll around the neighborhood. So whatever you can, whatever you can do, make sure you're getting some exercise. Next, evaluate the source. Be picky about who you get your advice from. You might look at me and think, you know what, I don't wanna take any of this guy's advice on being a parent. What does he know that I don't know? You don't, that's fine. I'm just giving you some tips. One of my tips is to evaluate the source. If you don't wanna use me as a source, that is fine. Go to someone you trust and believe in and 
you have confidence in that can help you. Um, one of the things for us is they, because of the classes we had to take for becoming foster parents, they're adamant about making sure that your baby is sleeping on their back because of uh, SIDS, Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. And babies are less likely to have SIDS when they are on their back. And we had countless people, um, our, our own parents' age, that were like, oh, I, I don't like putting the baby on their back. I, I put them on the stomach. I raised my kids were on their stomach. They're fine. Whatever it is these days, I don't know, but studies show that the kids are less likely to have SIDS if they are on their stomach, and that's what we were told to do. So we had to tell our friends that would watch our watch the kids if we had something to do. Um, they have to sleep on their stomach. Uh, next one: clear away your clutter. Onesies, stuffed animals, and other baby gear are cute that you may be tempted to go overboard. However, too many items create more work, so stick to having just what you really need. And your kids are going to be making a mess. You're going to be tired. Having clutter around is just going to make you more irritable and tougher for you to move around and do the things you need to. So whenever you can, clear the clutter have less, be more minimalistic, and get that stuff out of the way and just keep around what you really need. Uh, create spaces, organization for that stuff to go, um, and that will help as well to be organized. Lastly, reduce stress. It's difficult to use your time well when you're tired or tense. Find relaxation practices that work for you, such as meditation or listening to music. You can also call a friend or join a parent support group. Whatever it may be, do things to help relieve stress. Find something that works for you. It could be reading. It could be, um, you know, taking a walk without the kids. Make sure your spouse, significant other, or someone is watching the kids if you're going to do that. Um, but whatever it might be, find something that helps you feel relaxed because you need that time for you trust me you do and if need be there is nothing wrong with seeing and seeking professional help if you're feeling any kind of depression anxiety stress overly stressed whatever it may be it's always okay more than okay to seek professional help and i strongly suggest that um so there you have some tips for time management. If you're a first time parent, if you're going to be a foster parent, if you're going to adopt or, you know, maybe some of this you can, it could be for a fur baby. If you're adopting a pet, um, that some of this would apply to that as well. But whatever it may be, having your first child is a major milestone in your life. Knowing how to manage your time will help you to remain balanced and navigate that transition. That way you can take care of your own needs and ensure that your baby and your family feel safe and loved. We have certainly felt loved ourselves. We had an amazing birthday for our one-year-old and our two-year-old. Their birthdays were about 11 days apart. So we had a joint party um, since everything kind of opened back up and we felt so much love 
And we know that our kids felt love from our family and friends. And they have felt that and continue to feel that because of the times that they, we have friends and family reach out to us, come support us and do what they can to help us. And the way my wife and I team up and help each other. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this helpful. Um, and if there's anything else I can do to help you, please don't hesitate to reach out. Dustin at stepuptogreatness.com. My website, of course, is stepuptogreatness.com. And I hope that you'll tune in again to make sure that whatever platform you listen to, my podcast on that you subscribe so you get notified the moment a new episode drops and in the meantime keep moving forward and step up to greatness get out of here go be great what's up everyone dustin here again just wanted to say thank you again for listening to my podcast hope you found the information helpful. Again, my goal here is to help you get past that stuck feeling and find that life of greatness. If you have a story that you think would help others come unstuck and want to share it, I would love to talk to you and have you on for an episode. Or maybe you're feeling stuck yourself and have some things you want to work out. Would you like to do a podcast episode where maybe we show what some of this greatness facilitating is? I would love to talk to you then as well. And that coaching session would be free. So whatever you decide, if you have an idea of how to help someone, I'd love to hear from you. Dustin at stepuptogreatness.com. Thanks again for listening. Like, subscribe, and share.